Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with a short review from me, Phil. So in between watching and reading Planet of the Spiders, which will be featured in our next podcast, I decided to listen to Curiosity Shop from Big Finish. Yes? What is it? I'm not made of time, you know. I've come hmm? back. Well, obviously. Well? You know why I'm here. I'm still looking for this doctor. Hmm. No, no, I've not seen him. Hmm. No. No. So... You can leave. I'll, I'll stay. <sighs> Suit yourself. Look around my junkyard, by all means. See if there's anything you can afford. I'd hmm? like to look at it again, if that's all right. Oh, well, it'll cost you. I, I paid you the last time. I'm a businessman, first and foreman. <laughs> Starring Jacob Dudman as the 11th Doctor and Safia Inga as Valerie, this listen was quite a few firsts for me. Firstly... This is the first time I've actually listened to a length Doctor audio story. This is also the first time I've listened to a full audio story starring Jacob Dudman as the Doctor. And it's also the first time listening to Safia Ingar as Valerie. See, I told you it was one hell of a lot of firsts. But before I go any further, this audio adventure is actually the third story in Volume 4 of the Eleventh Doctor Chronicles range. Now, my listening experience of Big Finish content is very much like River Song meeting the Doctor. It's all out of sequence and little of it makes sense. I skip all over the place. Sometimes it's one of the original releases from the early 2000s or more recent release, such as this one. So bearing this in mind, I have no idea if this story picks up directly from the previous story in this series, The Yearn. However, judging by the plot of this audio, I suspect it does. The synopsis for Curiosity Shop is as follows. Mr. Foreman owns a junkyard. He doesn't get many visitors. In fact, all anyone seems interested in is Barbara. One woman informs Mr. Foreman she knows the truth about Barbara, that she went on an impossible adventures with a man called the Doctor. This woman, this Valerie, will do anything to be reunited with Barbara and the Doctor, even if it kills her. It's not much to go on, is it? This is why it makes it somewhat of a challenge to review this story without spoiling it for those who haven't heard it yet. To explain that synopsis will require me to go into certain plot details. However, I shall endeavour to do my best not to spoil it for you. So then, the plot. If I'm right and that this story follows on from the yearn, the actions the Doctor takes in that story causes him to lose his mind. Deep in his subconscious, he hatches a plan to basically rebuild his brain using Valerie's cybernetic parts, did I mention she's an augmented human, and stories of the trails of the Doctor combined with the telepathic circuits from the TARDIS. But as the Doctor is slowly rebuilding himself, he creates his own junkyard on the planet he and Valerie are stranded on and calls himself Mr. Foreman. Oh, and he renames the TARDIS to Barbara. Whilst the Doctor is rebuilding his brain and Valerie literally giving bits of herself away to save him, the forces the Doctor previously disabled are on the move again and heading for the planet. And that is basically it. And really, this story written by James Goss is designed to highlight the talents of Jacob Dudman. I've only heard the 11th Doctor very briefly, and that was in Big Finish's flawed 60th anniversary contribution to Doctor Who, Once and Future. 
But here, Jacob Dubman is called upon to not just do the 11th Doctor, but he also has to play other Doctors as the 11th rebuilds his mind. Now, I think his impression of Matt Smith is very good indeed. In fact, I think it's awesome. But I was struggling somewhat with his impressions of some of the other Doctors. I wasn't sure if they were supposed to be direct impressions or it's meant to be the 11th Doctor or Matt Smith trying to do the voices of his previous incarnations. Despite this, however, I found Dumbledore's performance to be very engaging, which also helped by some very length Doctor dialogue provided by James Goss. The dialogue even builds to a typical length Doctor grandstanding speech given to the invaders, so for me, it ticked quite a few boxes. Oi, you lot! Pick up your ball and go back in for your tea. You're not wanted here. I'm the Doctor. I tried to stop you. Popped you on the naughty step, but you didn't learn. So this is your last chance. Stop firing. Go home. Safia Ingart was also excellent as Valerie. As I said earlier, this is my first time listening to a story featuring this character. And I definitely came away wanting to hear more, as her performance I thought was fantastic. I don't know how long this character had actually been travelling with the Doctor at this point, but it was obvious that she'd do anything to get the Doctor back, which included trading her augments to look at the TARDIS in Mr Foreman's junkyard. Throughout the story, Valerie was giving away components that would cause her body and her senses to deteriorate as the story went on. The payoff to this is when Valerie finds out the Doctor knew all along what he was doing and that by taking cybernetic parts from her would cause her body to fail. His excuse that basically it was for the greater good doesn't go down very well. However, these weren't the only two characters to feature here. I've so far neglected to mention that the mighty Derek Griffiths also stars as Golas, a food seller that Valerie interacts with throughout the story. Now, for people of my generation, i.e. middle-aged, Derek Griffiths is a legend of British TV. Star of children's TV classics such as Play School, Play Away and Heads and Tails, he also composed, played and sang many a children's TV show theme tune, such as Bod and the Look and Read series. He's also acted in numerous TV shows such as Crown Court, then again what actor in the 70s didn't, Coronation Street and Midsummer Murders. Uh, Let's be honest, what actor in this uh, generation hasn't acted in that particular series. And let's not forget his small role as an Arab sheikh in the Are You Being Served movie. Now, hearing in this was a very welcome addition, as I was and always will be a fan. He can do no wrong in my eyes. But despite the excellent performances, the plot is very slight despite trying to pack in quite a bit of character work. Perhaps this is my issue having not listened to the other two audio plays in this volume. It certainly seems to be carrying on from a previous story, and my not knowing about the Doctor and Valerie's relationship prior to this makes what happens here just a little bit hollow. However, my biggest issue is how the Doctor reboots his brain. The Doctor always have a plan when all seems lost. That match is always certain. And sometimes those plans can mean putting the Doctor's companions in peril. However, the Doctor was never cruel to those he travelled with, and I found the Doctor to be just that with Valerie. His plan to use her cybernetics to help himself, despite knowing in his subconscious what it was doing to her, for me is not something the Doctor would do, and certainly not the 11th Doctor. Eleven always had a close relationship with those he travelled with, and despite them putting themselves at risk to help him, he would never encourage them to do so, and never ask them to do so either. So for him to do that with Valerie just seems out of place. And yes, this particular plot point does lead to the emotional payoff at the end, but I still don't buy it. It's like the episode of Only Fools and Horses where Rodney meets a woman from the Billity. 
And during a weekend away, Delboy turns up and deliberately destroys the relationship by getting drunk and acting boorishly in front of her family. And he ultimately takes a bribe from her father to end Rodney's relationship with his daughter. Del would never deliberately be cruel to his brother. It was far too out of character. And I felt the same about the Lemp Doctor in this. And while at the end, the Doctor has a curator moment, when instead of looking after a, a museum, he wistfully laments he would like nothing more than to stop saving the universe and just potter about in his junkyard, for me, it's still not enough to distract from what he'd been doing throughout the story. However, don't take my word for it. Have a listen yourself, perhaps in the right story order. You might just have a different listening experience that way, rather than the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey way I listen to Big Finish. Ah, bugger. I just said timey-wimey on this podcast. Heads and tails, heads and tails, heads and tails. Heads and tails, heads and tails, heads and tails. Heads and tails, eyes, ears, whiskers, horns and nose. Heads and tails, here we go. Heads and tails, here we go, heads and tails! 